Welcome back, all you Fabric and the Fleshbacks, to the Super Not Funny Show Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media, and that's, of course, TV shows, movies, video games, and we talk about news and a little speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mode Poupe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture. And uh, I'm flying solo again this week. Uh, Lottie, unfortunately, had some uh, family business that kind of tied him up this week. So you just got me. And, uh, you know, don't applaud or boo too hard, Uh, (laughs) y'all. But try to hold it down uh, without Lottie this week. So um, anyway, it's it's, it's, unfortunately, it's a very busy week this week uh, to not have Lottie here. And so we'll probably talk about some of this in passing next week. when he returns, but it was D23 this last weekend and big news, or was it from Marvel? Uh, and also not to be outdone, DC had a little stuff going on too. So uh, uh, D23 is gonna be our main focus this week. But before we get to that, we do have a, a few other things. Uh, I wanna talk about uh, the new Black Adam trailer that just uh, dropped uh, on, I believe it was Friday, uh, Thursday or Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, oldest actor to ever be in an MCU anything. And uh, I want to bring in a, uh, a weekly dunk, uh, the weekly dunk uh, this week. Brie Larson uh, took the rock to the hole on a whole bunch of haters, and I'm here for it. So besides that, lots of D23 things. So, man, let's uh, just jump into it, see, see how far we can get. Uh, okay. All right. So. Uh, let's talk about, uh, the oldest actor to ever be in the MCU. This is last week on She-Hulk episode number four, uh, that played the assistant to, uh, Donnie Blades, the, uh, the wannabe Chris Angel that was plaguing, uh, Wong in She-Hulk episode four and, um, uh, played by, uh, Leon Lamar, uh, who as of, uh, today, is 104 years old, but was probably 102, 103 when this uh, show was filming. Which, damn, that's amazing. I could, if, on the real, if you watch the episode, uh, I would have said he was a bit older than Morgan Freeman, who I believe is in his 80s. Uh, 103, 104, that's, that is amazing, <laughs> to be honest. Didn't look like he had a problem. He looked spry. He was funny uh, as kind of like the sidekick there. He, I mean, he the man did his thing. And so, I'm, you know, I really just wanted to bring this up because that holy hell, you know, we should all be so lucky if we could be 100 and, uh, you know, 104 years old and acting and moving and, you know, getting around and everything. Heck, yeah. That's, that's dude, respect. <laughs> respect, Elder. You got you did that. And you were great in your role, man. Like, heck yeah. So, you know, kudos to him. Thanks, Marvel, for, you know, uh, having having him in. And uh, it would be great to see him show up again later. That, I'm, just, I'm just asking, like, for whatever reason, uh, have this, uh, this guy, Leon Lamar, show up again. So, anyway, that was cool. I just thought that was a fun and interesting thing. Uh, I wanted to, you know, we've had our, our uh, on here, you know, trash takes of the week 
And I thought that it, we, there's a, a counter to that, which is the dunk of the week. And that's where we or somebody else straight dunks on a fool uh, when it comes to superhero stuff. Because there's a lot of dumb people saying dumb things that need to get you know straight, just straight dunked on. And uh, this week, courtesy of Brie Larson, we got the dunk of the week. Uh, Brie Larson, she was, uh, you know, she's doing media or whatever because of D23 uh, out in uh, Anaheim over the uh, last weekend. And uh, as a part of that, you know, she's there for the Marvels because that's coming up next uh, summer and they are still in the process of working on that. And she was on stage with, you know, Iman Vellani and Tiana Paris uh, and uh, uh, Nia DaCosta, who's the director, and of course, Kevin Feige and everything. And then um, they took press photos and, you know, the, the ladies behind this, you know, Tiana, Iman, uh, Nia and Brie took photos uh, and she posted to her, her uh, Twitter and I suppose Instagram or whatever and said, trolls combust. And so taking straight shots at, uh, the, you know, the, the hate mongers, the, the fandom menace, you know, lame ass dudes. Uh, and women, I suppose, because there are a bunch of them too, who can't seem to keep her name out of her out of their mouth. Like she's living rent free up in, as, as they say, you know, living for free up in their in their world. And they use that to you know to drive clicks and everything because they some bitches. Let's just call it like it is. They just bitch ass. But this was like going you know going hard. But if that wasn't enough, she also was asked, I believe, by it was Variety or. Um, about, you know, when's the next time we're going to see uh, you in an MCU thing? You know, because obviously it's going to be the Marvels. But after that, when's the next time? And she was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, does anybody even really want, does anybody want me? And that's a straight, again, shooting straight shots at the at the haters. Uh, because, you know, hear them tell it. No one ever wants to see her. You know, she was only in a billion dollar movie. You know, that's. She was only, you know, uh, a big part of Avengers Endgame, but nobody wants to see her movie, right? Foolishness. You, y'all haters, y'all gotta find something else. I mean, I guess you, if you're one of these grifters out here and that's your whole thing is you're selling hate to a bunch of, you know, mediocre ass uh, dudes uh, that are, you know, people that are just just mad because, you know, they can't see, you know, they can't see someone who's kowtowing to them. You know, I guess. If you're one of these guys and you're making money off of it, you know, I guess it's better than selling crack. You know, I mean, you're you're still, you know, de, de, you know, you're still corrupting a, a whole bunch of people and and make it turning them into like shells of, of normal people. But, you know, if that's how you make your money, do your thing. But if, for all y'all that just, you know, you're stuck on the Brie Larson hate hate wagon. Why don't you go fucking find something to do with your life that's actually productive? How about that? You know, maybe find something else to direct your energy at. Because uh, Brie Larson is doing just fine. And uh, that's why she dunked on you. So ha- have fun with that. So anyway, kudos to uh, to Brie Larson. Uh, keep keep letting the haters know that you're dusting, the, you're dusting that, that bullshit off your shoulders. Uh, lastly, I do want to talk about, uh, before we get to the D23 stuff, I want to talk about this uh, trailer for Black Adam that uh, dropped, like I said, I believe on Thursday. 
in advance of D23 because, I mean, why would you drop a trailer anytime during the weekend when clearly Marvel was going to take up all of the, the oxygen and, and whatever? So, uh, smart move, uh, or was it? I don't, you know, I'm, I'm curious because I really like this trailer. It's, you know, it's basically the third time we've seen this. But it's, it's essentially the first damn trailer with some added shit to it. As much, and I like this. Here's the thing is, I I was quite, I actually quite like this version of it. Mainly because it sort of lets you know a little bit about what maybe is going on. That, that the JSA and, um, that the JSA and, uh, you know, Black Adam are actually going to, you know, probably come to blows. But the way it is, I mean, it's the superhero thing. That two people who are going to eventually team up, they fight first. That's that's just the thing. Uh, but we also, I, it makes you wonder: Is this a you know, in the DC multiverse? How was the JSA seems to be established? The you know the heroes are running around. But to be fair, in uh, you know in Peacemaker and in the Suicide Squad, it assumes that there are superheroes and supervillains running around. Uh, even though, you know, we don't really get that so much from Wonder Woman or the, you know, Aquaman or even from the Justice League. But that seems to be the case that they're assuming, yes, that the Suicide Squad's version of, you know, of the universe is, is the one. Um, but that, all that said, everyone looks pretty damn cool in here. I like Cyclone. I liked, uh, you know... Uh, Hawkman looks cool. They've really showed Dr. Fate doing like a Dr. Strange-ish, you know, sort of thing. He looks pretty dang cool. Of course, Dwayne Johnson looks looks awesome. And they revealed what looks like to be a villain. Some, I would assume some sort of demonic or, you know, magical something, something. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not up on DC stuff enough to know who the hell that was. Uh, but that all looked pretty cool. And, uh, hey, I mean... Of course, I'm going to go see it. Of course, Lottie's going to go see it. You know, if you're any semi-interested, if hell, if you're listening to this, you're probably going to go see it too because, you know, you like superhero stuff. Um, I just don't know that this, this was a needle-moving trailer for other people. Maybe if they hadn't seen the other trailers. I'd really like to know somewhat what the hell this is about. I mean, yes, Black Adam, maybe he's going to save the world. Cool, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I th I think they could probably put out one more trailer and actually make it a little more vital, so people know why the hell they're going to go see this movie. Besides Dwayne Johnson being a superhero, just 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 a thought. So uh, anyway, I am excited. So uh, we'll see. It's coming out later on this uh, year, I believe, November or yeah, October or November. So it's coming up pretty soon. All right, so. Uh, that's all the, the news, I guess, for this, uh, week before we get into D23. So, uh, if you guys maybe thought I missed something, you think I, uh, you know, there's something you had to say about, uh, these little news items, get down to the comment section. Let me know your thoughts. Of course, you can always hit me up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny S one on Twitter. All right. It's time for all D23, uh, for the rest of this show and good God, there's a lot. Um, but I, let's let's actually talk about like the general uh, buzz of G23. Obviously, they had Lucasfilm and you know Star Wars and everything. They had regular Disney stuff. There's a lot of stuff that that kind of came out that they were talking about uh, as far as what Disney's got coming, including 
not just the the movies and you know tv and everything but also the theme parks they're adding avengers uh expanding stuff on avengers campus uh out in california i'm assuming eventually in florida uh big things there you know they're apparently they have this new attraction coming that's gonna have uh, a variant of thanos that won uh the uh, you know the whole infinity saga bit uh so that might be uh, you know pretty interesting they're really leaning hard into marvel for good reason man like look it's obvious that among you know the disney stable as far as their studios and what they are the most consistent money makers marvel makes money no matter what and so you know expanding its physical uh, presence at this you know at the parks only makes sense everybody wants to dap uh thanos or you know do the wakanda forever salute uh to the dora or you know the kids they they want to go and have their hulk gloves and actually you know feel like they're doing something so i mean yeah it, it all makes sense to me like they they're they're pouring big money into it because they see you know dollar dollar bills and you know money bags mickey that's he, he you know money back mickey he goes where uh the cash is so uh sounds interesting and all that but i know y'all don't give y'all don't give a damn about that y'all care about what's going on with the movies and with the tv and uh and marvel and so feige got up on stage and um look here if other people tell it this is super disappointing like this oh man they didn't say anything it's you know such you know they dropped the ball they missed the mark they bought all this other stuff and I don't feel that way, uh, to be honest. I, okay, look. Yeah, we've been talking about what they like, might be talking about. We've been talking about Fantastic Four and all this other stuff, Blade and all. There's all these, you know, people been hype, hyped themselves up for Fantastic Four and didn't get it. What they got was, you know, Matt Shackman has been confirmed to direct. Which, I mean, first of all, y'all should be happy about that because Matt Shackman, is, he's, he's proven himself to know what the hell he's doing and it's it's nice to get to see him do a big budget kind of tentpole marvel thing and i'm glad that they they locked him up and i'm glad that he he said no to star trek in in favor of this that's good uh, i feel like they have a good idea and everything but let's consider the fact that hey maybe they just didn't have the cast ready they can't they didn't reveal the fantastic four cast because they haven't locked it down that's entirely possible you know, so we were expecting that. Didn't get it. Maybe they're not ready. It's cool, man. There's like a million other Marvel things going on right now. We didn't get X-Men. Again, they don't have a director. They don't have, I bet they don't have a script. They don't have none of that. Why would they reveal anything about X-Men if they don't have anything? Like, we got to get over this idea that, you know, our expectations, uh, you know, we're demanding that they do stuff. They're not ready. It'll be ready when it's ready. Same thing with Deadpool. We know they're working on it. And, like, it's not that big a deal that Ryan Reynolds didn't come out and, and and talk about Deadpool. They ain't ready to talk about it. I bet the script's not even done. They, you know, they have a director. No, it's, they're not ready. And the whole Henry Cavill thing, y'all, how many times are we going to be waiting on Henry Cavill to show up for anything? Maybe they're talking to them, maybe they're not. Like... Wait, I, I say stop. Let's let's not be mad about stuff that we are expecting and we don't get because they never said that they were going to do any of that stuff. That's just us 
you know, being fans and, and getting all, you know, ju- you know, jumping ahead of the game. And we can't, we can't be doing that. So I'm not, I wasn't disappointed. Like, like if they, they'd said, oh, well, we, or they didn't say anything about, you know, uh, Fantastic Four. I'm like, well, that sucks. But, you know, what? whatever. They're talking about all these other things. So, uh, to that effect, you know, they they had a bunch of, uh, you know, casts come out. Like, they had the Marvel cast of stuff we know that's come out. Of the Marvels, you know. They talked, um, they had Black Panther stuff going on. They had Ironheart. You know, they were just running through a bunch of uh, things. They had the cast of Quantum. These are things that are coming up. They're trying to hype all that stuff up. So it's, I mean, that's good stuff. Oh, you know, they had um, Don Cheadle came out and he talked about Armor Wars. You know, that he's, and, you know, he's going to be in the Secret Invasion uh, show, but he's going to have a six episode uh, Armor Wars show that they're going to start filming next year. That's good. Look, we knew it was coming. They're just confirming things are happening. And, and I, you know, I I like that. I like to see, first of all, that Don Cheadle's still doing, you know, you know, he's still doing things in the MCU because apparently his contract's up. So he just does what, he can do whatever he, he feels like doing. He's not contractually obligated to do anything anymore. That's cool. Uh, take that as a good thing, not a bad thing. Then he can, you know, if something interesting comes up, it won't just be throwing him into something. Uh, the the whole bit about uh, Ar- Ironheart's awesome. Uh, we haven't even seen Ironheart yet. She's coming up in uh, Wakanda Forever. We've seen her in the, in the trailer, but her own TV show. People were like, why are they even making this? You know why? Because it's awesome. That's why. I don't even really know the character. But the fact that the hood uh, the char- the, is the villain in that, and it's going to be a technology versus magic thing, that's, man, how, how can y'all be excited about that? You know, she's got her, her iron heart suit that she's going to be, you know, flying around fighting a guy who's got a magical uh, shroud that lets him travel and he uses magic and shit. Like, what's not to like there? Like that. It's really cool just uh, having them up there and talking about that and having Anthony Ramos up there, you know, confirmed as uh, being Parker Robbins, the hood, and Feige talking about that, that this conflict. Uh, and I think that's, that's uh, something I'm really excited about, really looking forward to. Um, they had, uh, there were, they showed some footage for many things also, um, which we can't see because we weren't there. They're not going to put that footage out. This is similar to like CinemaCon and other things where you have to be there to see this stuff. Uh, but they did have some trailer descriptions like of, they talked to, uh, you know, to the cast of Quantumania, which is again coming out. Uh, I, I want to say Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out. Is it in the spring? I'm not, it's coming out, but I want to say it's coming out before the Marvels, which is next July. Uh, but either way, they are, uh, yeah, they were talking about, and, you know, Kang and, and all that. And, and the, um, the description of the, the whole thing was essentially, you know, that Kang is going to kidnap Cassie Lang, you know, um, and use her as basically leverage for, to get Scott Lang to go steal something from somebody that he, apparently, Kang and all his power can't, and so this, and also that, uh, you know, Feige says that this is a this 
springs directly into Avengers the Kang Dynasty. So this is you're talking about this this movie right here. Two years later, there's going to be the, the springboard into that into that movie, and uh, you know apparently you know Kang, you know they if you've heard before that he's he's like uh, did I kill you before or something like that. So clearly he's you know he's a powerful badass guy, and he's going to make uh, you know he's going to make Scott work for him. Should be pretty cool. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's gonna honestly, you know, I think it's it's time for Ant Man to like be ta- you know I don't want to say be taken seriously, but given a lot more respect than he has been given in terms of box office or whatever in the in the MCU. And I hope that this really kind of you know steps him up to that next level, you know, the near billion dollar club. That'd be cool. Um, we also had uh, the Captain America: New World Order was talked about. They brought out. You know, Anthony Mackie, and the, uh, other members of the cast, kind of a big deal. They bring in the leader, you know, from from the Edward Norton uh, Hulk. Uh, they're bringing in the character, the guy that played the leader. So we're going to have a Hulk villain uh, being here. And apparently this is a spy thriller, like more in the probably more in the line with like the Winter Soldier or something like that. That's the sort of, uh, you know, where they're going, you know, New World Order, that act makes sense uh, from the, the title uh, but we're also uh, gonna get a new Falcon uh, to go along with uh, the new Captain America and uh, it's I mean it sounds really awesome I, th- I also believe they said that they were uh, they cast the the Israeli hero Sabra uh, in here and so there's been speculation is this you know gonna bring mutants in because she is a mutant in the comics I doubt it. Like that doesn't seem to be the way they're gonna bring. We keep people keep trying to figure out ways to bring mutants into it. That, that doesn't always have to be mutants. Like honestly, I'd, I really, really, really doubt it. Um, but that I, you know, they have you know no footage or whatever. They're just talking about you know what's where where they're headed with this particular uh, show. Just having the leader in there. That's that's actually just awesome. Just because it's good to see Hulk you know, kind of be more, uh, or at least Hulk's pantheon, if you will, or uh, Rogue Gallery go along around the MCU more. Um, we also had, um, oh, oh, well, this is one one of the big things for me. Well, actually, probably one of my biggest pop-off moments when I was, you know, reading about this as, as the news came out. I popped, straight popped off about this, was about the Thunderbolts, the cast and the characters revealed. Uh, we gotta, yeah, we gotta dig into this because a lot of people been kind of bitching about this, uh, this lineup, because I guess lack of diversity and power sets. You know what? Who gives? I'm gonna say this on the real. Who who kind of cares that there's a bunch of crossovers in, you know, in skill sets, power sets, or whatever? Nobody was complaining about that when Bucky and Cap were fighting side by side. They literally have the exact same power set right that or you know in black widow lit none nobody had any different power sets like chill, just chill out on that or how about this natasha and clint are literally this exact same they feel the exact same role within the avengers and nobody was like oh why well, we need to be less one of them you know that's ridiculous need to be worried about who's on the team and why they would be the team to put together so the thing is the avengers weren't 
didn't they prove that in the movies that the Avengers were not the answer to every fucking problem that they that they encountered? Their having a diverse power set didn't make them better at anything. You know, they they screwed up. Having a diverse power set doesn't necessarily work as well as having the right people for the right job. And clearly, you know, the contest of, uh, you know, she's going to be pointing them in the direction that where all their skill sets make the most sense, which indicates something about the Thunderbolts. Now, let's talk about this lineup so we, you'll, you'll get what I mean, that uh, that there must be a, a very specific kind of threat that they're going to be dealing with if you have these people. So, uh, first of all, confirming some of our speculation about this from, from over the last you know couple weeks as we knew about the Thunderbolts, is that Yelena, which I've I love the fact she's front and center. She probably is going to lead, which is interesting because she's the youngest, you know, out of, I think she's probably about the youngest out of all these people. I don't care. Yelena needs to lead. She's awesome. She's one of my favorite, you know, characters that's been added to the MCU in phase four. I, I love Florence Pugh. I think she's just killing the game right now. And I'm glad she's going to, you know, apparently be leading. Uh, but also, uh, her, uh, you know, her pseudo father, uh, Red Guardian. So David Harbour is making his return. That's, uh, let me just say, that's awesome. Red Guardian's, uh, if we can't have Captain America, let's have Red Guardian. He's so good in Black Widow. It would have been criminal to let him languish on the sidelines. Love to see him back. David Harbour is great in that role. Uh, you got, uh, you got fake Captain America. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... Yeah, fake Captain America is uh, coming back. Uh, U.S. agent uh, played by Wyatt Russell. I am happy that this is happening. I At the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I thought it was clear that they were going to set him up to redeem himself after his, you know, lapse of judgment. Uh, so good. And also clearly he's, you know, he's signed up with uh, the Contessa uh, just like, uh, you know, just like Yelena is. We also have uh, uh, Taskmaster. So Taskmaster, who we saw previously, uh, was deprogrammed. You know, no longer is a you know just a weapon to be pointed at somebody, and a chance to redeem that character who, let's just say, was not given much justice uh, in terms of most people were expecting the you know the more villainous you know wisecracking mercenary for hire Taskmaster. As opposed to this one that we got, um, who's a woman that's in a suit that, you know, sort of by, by technology uh, copies uh, stuff. Um, so I, I'll be interested to see her simply because I want her to be redeemed and like like a better, more justice done to the character. Uh, we also have uh, Hannah John Kamen returning as Ghost from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, hopefully her, you know, her ghosting problem has, is under control now. That that would make the most sense. She is, I don't want to say she's not going to be a heavy hitter, but she is definitely going to be one of the, of the higher powered, more vital characters because she has a power that literally nobody else can do. Um, and she can get in and out of stuff. And of course, in the comics, Ghost was uh, kind of a corporate espionage uh, sort of character. We'll be interested to see what they do with her. And uh, finally, 
one and this is a huge get to me sebastian stan makes his return as the winter soldier uh white wolf whatever you want to call him uh that's i mean why wouldn't you be happy about that the man is is uh legendary in the mcu and he's yeah, I see. As Sebastian said, probably the most stable out of all of them. I think so. After being deprogrammed and everything like that, he's trying to find his way in the world. And uh, you know, he and um, uh, he and Winter, uh, not Winter Soldier, he and uh, U.S. Agent, they have had dealings in the past. Probably they buried that. Also, uh, I, I do believe Yelena and uh, Red Guardian have both crossed paths with him in the past so that should be very interesting possibly even taskmaster should be very interesting so overall i love this lineup don't give a damn that they got three super soldiers in there i really don't care about the fact like good you know what's what y'all should should really be paying attention to they're all you know spec ops people who are have no problem with killing people so obviously they're going to be doing some dirty dirty you know dirty deeds they're going to be and probably not because of the contest is there. Probably not done cheap either. Uh, but they are definitely going to be doing uh, you know, some wet work. And I'm there for it. I'm ready to see that. That's awesome. Super excited about that. Um, so that's, uh, I guess I'd say that's all the news, uh, news. I mean, there's more. There's more stuff going on. There's beyond that. But I really wanted to get around to talking about the trailers uh, that dropped. Uh, in conjunction with this, uh, with the D23 thing. So uh, we have a bunch. Uh, there was a trailer for the Midnight Suns video game, which, yes, it's still actually being worked on. It is actually coming out. They said a day. I do believe it's coming out uh, in October. Uh, it's an XCOM-style game. Uh, and they also... Um, and Oh, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. They did also... Uh, announce a a video game uh black panther and, and captain america video game set in world war ii in which uh t'challa's grandfather and steve rogers team up to fight some nazis um what's not to like about that first of all nazis are the the villain that keeps on giving there's never a time when you can't put a nazi in something and not you know be happy that the the good guys are kicking that ass uh, sounds well. First of all, we don't really know what kind of game it is. I'm still trying to figure that out, but uh, I do know uh, that Mark Bernard is on the writing team and that they're taking it very seriously. And uh, hey, I'm I'm down with it. Literally, if it's gonna be, you know, uh, Black Panther and uh, Captain America teaming up to kick ass, what what else do you want? So that that sounds cool. Uh, but it's, it's not uh, titled yet, but we'll, you know, we'll let you know when they have titles. Uh, the Midnight Sun trailer, like I said, uh, it, it does indicate that they're getting closer to the release. Looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't know that I care much for the whole idea of making your own character that's going to be fighting side by side with Wolverine and Spider-Man. Uh, but it does look pretty interesting. I don't know if it's my type of game, though. I'm not really sure if that's... For me, but it looks cool, and I'll probably watch the cutscenes or whatever. And they are having like a little short prequel to sort of set up the game. Uh, game that uh, should be coming out shortly. Uh, we also had uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur 
they are, and it sets a release date uh, in February. So it's coming out, uh, you know, five or five, six months from now. Um, that's one of my highly anticipated things uh, that's coming out in, in uh, the coming year. It is not an MCU-related thing. It is Marvel, uh, it, not Marvel, Disney animation or, or Marvel animation. Uh, but it looks very cool, very much in the style of the of the comics. Uh, should be something uh, good in all ages for um, for everybody to watch. So you guys check that out when it comes out uh, in February. So now let's get down to <laughs> let's get out to the trailers that were my shit. Uh, again, there are a couple pop off moments for me, but watching uh, these two trailers were really it for me. So. Uh, we'll do them. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll do the Werewolf by Night uh, first. Werewolf by Night is the it's the Marvel Halloween special that they were they were hinting at last year, and they finally given it a name, Werewolf by Night. It is going to be uh, a, just a you know a special one one episode special that's going to air uh, in October of this year, uh, directed by Michael Giacchino. Giacchino, am I saying that right? Who is most more known for being a, a composer? He uh, did the music for the Batman, among other things. But um, he's uh, trying his hand at directing uh, here, and we, I wasn't quite sure what to expect uh, out of this. I would not have bet on, uh, you know, hammer horror, monster horror slash uh, grindhouse monster flick uh i would never have bet on that and or maybe it was just the affectation of the trailer or something but they very much played it like a grindhouse sort of monster thing and i love that style i my god i absolutely love the whole aesthetic of grindhouse but the fact that they lean so hard into it like even down to you know camera angles and you know, the way shots are, you know, close-up shots, zoom-in shots, uh, the the dolly shots of moving in on someone, the lighting. Uh, it, it was in black and white. Not sure if the whole thing is actually going to be in black, white, or color, but it was in black and white. And it's, um, you know, even down to, like, I, I feel almost like the lenses on the camera, just, like, it's a little gauzy in some places. Uh, they are they don't seem to be skimping on blood or anything like that. They very much seem to be doing practical effects, so you're not necessarily getting CG stuff so much as you're getting like you know someone in a in a costume or whatever. It looks um looks fucking amazing. Like it looks like this something I didn't know I wanted, but now that I see it, I absolutely want that, and I will take nothing, no substitute. Cause dang it, that looks it looks cool. It looks like um. I don't even want to say American Werewolf in Paris, but like something like like that. And they are also giving deep cuts to Marvel fans. You know, this the you know the Bloodstones are in there. There's you know there's clearly someone pointed out like Zombie might be one of the you know uh, they even have Man Thing in there. Can you believe that Man Thing? Like uh, they again we were there's speculation about this months ago when they were talking about you know they started filming this. But that's that's just crazy that they're making this, and I, you know, I've I've heard some people complaining about this. I don't understand that. Like one of the big complaints about Marvel that I keep hearing, 
and reading online and everything is that there's everything the same everything the same marvel shows the same you know but when you try when they try to deviate from the formula do different things do new things like she hulk you know they get people they've got these same people that complain about the sameness of marvel complaining about the newness of marvel too and i'm like what do you want like th this show is obviously going to be deviate at least in terms of style uh significantly from the the typical the quote typical marvel formula and it's in terms of you know how it's going to look how it's going to play out hell the, whatever happens in this show may not even be that important within the, the context of the MCU. It may, it may be connected, but uh, you know only just so. Or maybe it will tie together the supernatural side of the MCU. We don't know. It could just be something fun and interesting that plays with toys that Marvel has in its sandbox. That should be good. We should be happy and looking forward to that. Um, but like I said... For me personally, ticked all the boxes. I loved it. I cannot wait to see this uh, show. It's coming up next uh, month in October. So looking forward to that. And finally, uh, the trailer that really got me out of my seat. Like for real, for real got me out of my seat. I had to pause and rewind and all that stuff. Was that Secret Invasion trailer. Now, which apparently came from CinemaCon from you know a month or two ago. But we finally got to see it. And my God, is it excellent. Like, let's talk about, again, in terms of the MCU formula, so to speak, how they're trying to really give us something different from that. And this right here is like a, it's a, it's like a political thriller and an invasion of the body snatchers and just like, and the MCU. And it's clear that they are not going to spend a ton of time in this. Uh, at least I feel like it, doing a whole bunch of, you know, super-powered, flying-around CGI stuff. This is very much Sam Jackson leading a bunch of people that are doing practical, in-front-of-the-camera work. We got to see, uh, you know, Ben Mendelsohn, of course, as Talos, uh, Kingsley ben Adir as, or, you know, one of the enemy scrolls, and, one, and an amazing little sequence in which a bunch of different scrolls take on that you know that look amelia clark uh shows up don't know who she is just yet olivia coleman uh presumably as a british uh agent uh leading a team trying to figure out what's going on uh kobe smolders makes a return we got don Cheadle up in there and just like i said sam jackson just looking grizzled and ready to you know root these fools out this clearly there's going to be a lot of like there's action you know and uh but a lot of these things are very practical and uh i can't wait like these that whole trailer i didn't know what i was supposed to we were going to expect from this and i don't really think that we're going to see a ton of like oh shoot uh ant-man's really a scroll or or you know i don't think we're going to see a ton of that but we are definitely going to see some people we know i think that have been in the mcu are probably going to be scrolls uh, very interested in this uh, hyped really it's not coming out till next next year uh, but super hyped for it I think it's it might be one of the best MCU shows just crossing my fingers uh, that it will be uh, because the scrolls deserve some 
No, they deserve some justice. They they were kind of nerfed a bit in, in Captain Marvel. This really shows that, yeah, they actually are kind of badass. And they are a threat. And that not all scrolls are the same, and some of them are could be just bad guys, you know? And uh, I will see how much of that Secret Invasion storyline from the comics made its way into this. So, overall, again, D23 disappointed a bunch of people because it didn't provide them the things that they were expecting but i think it's in terms of actually showing and you know really pumping up you know priming the pump if you will for uh the upcoming slate i think they did a great job uh i think that they really gave us a lot to look forward to to be excited about uh marvel at disney the future looks very bright for it and uh we have so much coming in the future i'm just as a Marvel fan, there's no reason to be upset about anything. D23, I think, delivered. Uh, delivered quite well. So, uh, But anyway, what did you guys think about D23? Did it meet your expectations? Did it disappoint? Um, did it go above and beyond for you? What were you excited about? Uh, all of that stuff. And did you uh, agree with my assessment about it or disagree? Uh, let me know down in the comments section. Uh, just uh, leave your thoughts there. And of course, if you'd like, you can always hit me up at supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. Uh, we can chop it up. And, uh, you know, while you're in the clicking mood, get down there, uh, hit that like button. Uh, helps out with the algorithm. Helps more people to see this uh, podcast, uh, this show on YouTube. And of course, you can always hit that notification bell let you know when uh, we drop new content, we do that every week. This podcast plus uh, plenty of reviews. And uh, also hit that subscribe button. Join the Super Not Funny Show family. Help uh, grow this channel. Uh, try to push that subscriber count up. Uh, try to provide you more and more cool stuff to listen to uh, here on the podcast. All right, all you fabric in the flesh bags. Thanks once again for joining me uh, this week uh, when I'm flying solo. Uh, on this, uh, the 68th episode of the Supercast. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for showing all the love. Thanks for the new subscribers. Uh, glad to have you here. Hope that uh, you'll stick around uh, for this channel. So, all right. Uh, join me next week. Episode 60, uh, 69 is coming. <laughs> That's, wow. Shouldn't have said it that way, but hey, maybe maybe it's a good way. So, anyway, I've been Mo Prepay, resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace.